and we are back. I am Eric, and I live in a rusty cage. That's Paul. He's in a black hole sun. We are the Fat Packs, and this is Beckett Radio. What's up, Paul? Saw, dude. Saw, man. How you doing, bro? I'm doing all right, man. You doing good? Yeah, man. We're really loud right now. Are we? I don't know why we're so we loud. Are some, we're some loud and proud people. We are, but uh, I think I got a vo- the volume control checked out here. Um, yeah, man. Good day. Yeah, man. Good day. Uh, it's, yeah. uh, it's not six in the morning. It's not six in the morning. I've had my breakfast. I've had my monster. I'm good to go. You're good to go. I'm good to go. Awesome, man. Um, gonna get Spoon Man in here a little later on, but right now we're gonna uh, just break down uh, what's gonna happen for the rest of the rest of the show. Uh, so we had we had the the special edition at the beginning of the week with uh, Pat Nishek was in here and the bomb. That was just an amazing interview. Uh, he was. Uh, just a regular guy, you know, and yeah, just, and like us, like, and no offense to him, he's just a small dude. Yeah, like I've right. eaten meals bigger than him. Right, you know, like he's right. just a small dude, humble dude, who likes to play baseball yeah. and likes to collect cards. Yeah, likes to collect which cards, which apparently is a a weird combination. Sure, from what the stories that he was telling us. Sure, I don't know. know uh, I don't know if uh, you you saw this or not, but uh, when I actually I said when I dropped him off in the post, but actually when I picked him up, uh huh. Um, Tina Turner's private dancer was playing softly in the background. Nice. And I'm like, what an awkward way to that start, is an awkward way to start, to start a uh, to start a relationship with somebody. But it got better from there. At least it didn't fall on black days. Yeah, yeah, it didn't come on black days at all. Yeah. Um, but he, he he we got him we got him into we got him in the studio here. He just opened up and brightened up like a star and just he was like a kid in a candy store. That's he was all I can absolutely. Say. He re- he really was. He had a lot of fun. Um, Speaking of a lot of fun, this, let me set up the show for you now, and then we're going to get into a little bit of fantasy uh, fantasy baseball for you because I know you guys are itching at the seams for that. Uh, first, we're going to get uh, do new pricing because we did new products with, with Pat when he was here, but we didn't do new pricing. And I do have a little bit of new pricing that I need to tell you about. Uh, I'll just jump right into it right here as soon as this thing loads. Okay, so Ian and his all his gaming glory has priced new gaming sets for you. There's three of them. Two of them are magic and one is on Pokemon. I don't know the difference, so I'm not even <laughs> gonna try to try to um, lie to you there. I, I don't know. Uh, Matt has priced Ultimate Spider-Man. He's also pri- priced uh, Star Wars 40th edition, uh, 40th anniversary. And then Mr. Mr. Fleischer has priced Optic Basketball. All that is priced for you new this week. And Leaf it's Metal Draft Football. Leaf Metal Draft, okay. It's also priced as well. There you go. And then one last one, Bowman. Bowman Baseball is now priced. That's huge. Aaron Judge. Aaron don't, freaking don't Judge. Don't judge me. Don't judge me, Aaron I'm Judge. Six seven and a monster. You're a six, seven monster. Okay, that's new pricing. We're there done, you go. right? Bam. So uh, this is the rest of the show. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna do fantasy baseball here in just a moment. Then we have uh, I have the audio. It's not complete audio. But I'm going to go ahead and play it for you guys so you can hear. I have the audio of our interviews with um, Johnny Bauer and um, Eddie Shack. Okay. Eddie, <laughs> what? Eddie Shack was, uh, he was amazing, man. He was, uh, Eddie Shack was wearing an Eddie Shack cowboy hat with a picture of Eddie Shack on it, signed by Eddie Shack, brought to you by Eddie Shack. Eddie Shack. Wow. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was pretty cool. So the first, the first little clip that you're going to hear, it's about six or seven minutes. I think it's closer to six minutes. It's uh, it's Eddie Shack and Johnny Bauer. Uh, there is background noise because it was recorded from the crowd. Gotcha. So uh, I, d- I just want you guys to know that. And then the uh, the th- the second interview you're going to hear are Mark Marty and Murray Howe. Um, 
again, there's background noise. I think there there is some like Tina Turner music playing in the background there. I don't know who who did that, but I just want you guys to know that. Those if you want to dance with somebody, yeah, this is what you want to dance do. with somebody. This is the segment to listen to. Exactly. Um, definitely want to f- don't want to follow any black holes. Uh, and then um, after that, we're gonna open up the Beckett mailbag. Talk to you. Uh, talk to you about your questions. You guys had some good questions. I'm. I, I'm I, scared. You're scared. Yeah, because you were like, yeah, like you got this look that like <laughs> makes me scared. Because I don't, if they don't know, right. I don't know. Right. You don't know these. questions. I don't know the questions. He hits me all. Yeah. All blindsided. Uh, there is one question that I'm excited about. Nice. Like excited to get to. All right. Uh, can't wait to that one. And then uh, Derek's gonna pop on a little later. Uh, Beckett alumni, OG, if you will, uh, is gonna come on and tell you about the grading show that's happening. This weekend uh, here at our offices. Yeah. So uh, that's all going down. All going down. And then an epic whatevs, because it's whatevs. It is. Absolutely. All right. So let's talk fantasy baseball. Man. What do you got in front of you? <sighs> well, I have to apologize. Okay. I have been a slacker on fantasy baseball. All right. I have not done well um, keeping up with my lineup. Part of the problem is I set my lineup. I have six guys on the DL mm. and one who's suspended. I have the same like so, one, the same issue, but not go ahead. not making excuses. I just just that just sucks. <laughs> that just sucks, and that is why I am tenth out of ten in the league. Tenth so, out of ten. Yeah, is not, I'm, I'm ten. I'm two and four, and at the bottom of the barrel. I'm fifth in my division and tenth overall uh, in the league. So yeah, so I suck. I'm but one. In, I'm one in five in this one. So all right. All right. Well, I'm a little better than you, but. Yeah. Um, anyway, I do vow to now. I made some changes this morning. I actually picked up a few people that I needed, filled some holes, got rid of some injured dudes, and uh, I'm ready to rock and roll, man, because I'm not out of it by, by at all. Okay. Um, I'm two and four. Um, we've got a couple teams here. Team James and Bio No Corn Belters are at four and two. Uh, so I'm only two games back in okay. my division. All right. So I'm, all right. you know, I, I want to, I'm going to fix, stop the bleeding while I can here. Uh, I do want to give a shout out to, um, Maryland can of corn. They are just killing it right now. And I believe they are five and one. Wow. Right now. Look at that. Uh, so yeah, they are they are killing it uh in their division. Uh so go go Maryland can of corn. There so go. good for them. Uh, I don't have any updated scores and stuff in front of me. Um because we really need to get back on doing a regular segment. You know, we've missed this a couple weeks now. Sure. As far as that. So what we're gonna do is definitely get back on track next week. And I'm going to get you all the scores and highlights. And I'm going to do some um, – I was looking here. I realized I can pull some overall stats that show, like, the best performers for each team. So I'm going to do that next week okay. and get everybody kind of kind of caught up to date on that. But right. anyway, but I'm in it to win it now. You're in it to win I'm it now? I'm in it to win it now. Here's the thing. I don't like it. I don't like fantasy baseball. It's tough. I don't like it at all. It's tough. I want to. I want some. I want to add somebody to my team so they can manage it for me. There you go. I don't. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't want to do it. <laughs> I, it's tough, man. The injuries and the starting and the making sure they start the rainouts. Sure. You know, a couple. One yep. game I had came down to I needed you know 30 points or something. I had two guys playing. Boom, rain out. Boom, Bam. you're done. Boom, and you lost. So you know, I, I, ooh, it's man. tough. Okay, so let's do this. That's your yeah. You got yours. You're all good. Yeah, man. Give yeah. Give us a little recap of yours. All right. I'm one in five. I'm horrible in this one particular league. Uh, Jimmy Mack is six and zero. Congratulations, Dub. What's up, Big Dub? Uh, Got to one thousand followers last night on Twitter. That's a big deal for you. So congratulations to that. You are five and one. Orange Crush three and three. Fort Worth Screamers. That's me. One and five. We really are screaming. And uh, Sparty Hot Cash Marlin. 
coming making the road trip down for the uh, for the Beckett radio show or the Beckett grading show. Uh, should be here tomorrow. One in five as well. We are both one in five. We are horrible. He 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 coined the phrase "no lead is safe." Wow. In the Beckett Radio Facebook. <laughs> and it's true. Yeah, I guess <laughs> it's that's very true. true. That is true. Uh, on the other side, Grand Rapids, Chocolate Ninja, and Blood and Urine. He, uh, Zach, Zach May, he, he, he explained to me on Twitter what Blood and Urine was. It was Eric Thames' uh, response to wanting to be, people wanting him drug tested. Oh. And he said, he said, yeah, I got a lot of blood and urine. It's, <laughs> it's good. Got it. So good job, Zach, got it. being okay. topical there. He is like... On top of everything. Yeah, he is. He is. Um, He's, he, he should be trending. He probably is. He probably is. And somewhere <laughs> in Seattle. Uh, DeGrom, Nom Nom, three and three. Fort Worth Yurkoffs, two and four. And the Big Crab Cakes, two and four as well. That's in the f- that's in the queue the Drake League. We also have this wonderful league over here. Let me switch How are you in that screens. league? Team, Team Norton in the... Uh, Fat Packs Baseball League is three and three, so I'm doing marginally better. Marginally better, okay, <laughs> all right. Doing marginally better in that league. Uh, let me go over to the standings, get you guys all those lovely updates. Uh, the Special Ks are five and one, along with Oi and the Outfield are both they're both five and one. Okay, leading the league. Uh, NC Kid is four and two. The Pastafarian Spaghetti Mon is three and three along with Greatest Norton. name ever. I love that name. It's so awesome. And then in the West, man, the West just kind of just like bringing up the rear. Team Sergeant, Texas Money Loan Cards, Team Henderson, and Team Laveau, they're at they're three and three or two and four respectively. Okay. And then Team Oil Cans is one and five. So it's uh it's a rough lo- it's a rough road. It is, but it's a long season. It is a long season. That's so, why I need somebody else to manage my team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to write my ship and get back on top here. All right. And uh, just watch out, League. Watch you coming? You out. coming for him? Coming hard, man. All right. Um, all right. Let's do this before we get to this break. We have a couple of giveaways that we need to mention and get get all squared away on. Okay. First is the uh, – I put out on Twitter uh, last week or the week before last – that this coming Monday, so this fall, this Monday that we did Monday, the, Monday, that we did Monday. the Nishek interview, um, if you had anybody who had left us a review on our iTunes podcast page, okay, that they would be eligible for a gift a gift bag of from our uh, library back there. We would you and I would go back there. They would tell us their favorite team teams and we'll make and, it happen. And we'd go pick five six cards, you know, send them over to them for uh, leaving a review. So okay. We have uh, fourteen or fifteen reviews now, and I I select I, I put them all I put all their names uh-huh. in a random this morning. Did you do a random? Hit the random seven times. Seven times. Flaming bag of poo. Wow. Flaming bag of poo. You are the winner. On top. On top. Uh, Can't wait you, to see what their favorite team <laughs> yeah. is. So <laughs> you have won a a prize gift bag from Paul and I, and um, you're gonna get what you just. Email us. Uh, it won't be a flaming bag. <laughs> it, well, it might be. <laughs> the, I mean, if he goes, if he tells us that his, you know, his favorite team is Cleveland Browns, the Cleveland Browns, it, it definitely <laughs> would be a flaming bag of poo. Um, so please email us. You, you, you either email me directly at Eric, E R I C N at Beckett.com or the uh, radio at Beckett.com. Uh, I believe there was some problems with that email address not working for some reason. It was, it was kicking back emails. But uh, you can try it if you want to. Radio at Beckett.com or Eric N at Beckett.com. And we will get you hooked up. Paul and I will go back there and personally pick you some prizes 
from the uh, from the vault. Now, the vault. I, I, go ahead and talk about something just for a minute while, while I log into Twitter. Oh, here. sweet! This is like killing dead time. Killing I dead love time. Killing dead time. It's you funny. know, you know, not to go back to the the Monday interview, but you know what the best part about that was? What was it? The man? Animal Kingdom. Yeah, man. I like talking about the Animal Kingdom. So. I love. That's my favorite topic. You got any more animal have. stories for today? I might. I you actually might, might have some that, okay. that we need to get that we need to talk about. Um, Okay, then the other giveaway that just started this morning, you and I did an awesome video for it yesterday, which I loved doing with you because you destroyed our set. <laughs> uh, all in good. It's wrestling, it's man. It's wrestling. Yeah, it's all they in good fun. They chairs up. They beat each other with two-by-fours. I can, I can wreck an office. Yes, yes, you can. You, yes, you can. Uh, all right, so it's a Ric Flair giveaway. Pers- uh, not Paul, Matt. Matt and I. Did a box busters of 2017 tops WWE, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, you did. It's the flagship um, flagship product of the uh, of, of tops for for WWE. It's it's your base your base set, right? It's it's tops baseball is what it is, right? So he opened it up, pulled pulled a Ric Flair autograph. We, we've been having real luck with those tops WWE wrestling products. Um, pulled a Ric Flair autograph, and we wanted to give it away. So we were going to do a random, you know, just like a random, you know comment below your favorite Ric Flair moment, but we said no. Right. Let's do something bigger and better. Yep. What we came up with is a Ric Flair impersonation contest. Um, basically, you post a video using hashtag Beckett Flair, B-E-C-K-E-T-T-F-L-A-I-R. Enter your video, your best impersonation of the Ric Flair, and uh, Paul, myself, Matt are the three judges. And we're also going to have Jason Crosby in on that panel because he is also donated one of the prizes. So you got a Ric Flair autograph from Topps WWE and a one of one Nature Boy Ric Flair sketch from from Jason Crosby. Nice. It's like having a celebrity judge. Yeah, it's exactly like having a celebrity judge. So we got that going on. Hope you saw the video because uh, I had a lot of fun actually making that video. (laughs) And um, so in the contest is live now. It's going to run from today. Until next Wednesday, the twenty fourth. Okay, we got. All right, so you, we have a week to get it in, and then we will announce the winner next week on, on the, the show. podcast. All, all right, right. perfect. Okay. Um, all right, then one more thing, kind of maybe happened last night. It did. Um, I was, uh, I was, I opened up the Beckett mailbag. Okay. Said, "Hey guys, we need some questions," and then I thought, you know what? Let's have a little fun. Uh oh. So <laughs> I tweeted out uh, if. If this tweet gets 10,000 retweets, I will wear one of those. I will squeeze my fat packs arse into one of those male rompers at the NSCC show. So at the national. Um, so far, not 10,000. No, I would imagine. <laughs> not, I don't, maybe I don't, a negative yeah, 10. Yeah, maybe. Uh, immediate response was how many to not do that. So nice. uh, <laughs> that happened quickly. But, hey, we've got 29 retweets already. So there we go. There you go. Just, you know. Couple a few thousand more. Yeah. Uh, this morning, the National tweeted back at us, and it says, "Quickly searching the Beckett Media corporate sponsorship contract for dress code requirements." And <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, thanks for getting in on the joke, guys. Is it, it honestly? I'll do it because I said I did it. I, I will do it if we if that gets to ten thousand. I'll I'll wear a romper. I don't. I, I have no shame. Yeah, no, <laughs> well, you it. really don't. <laughs> yeah. So after your uh, was it the mockery? No, whip and nene. The whip Canada. and nene. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I whipped and nene. I saw a video of that the other day for the first time. It was bad. It was bad. <laughs> <laughs> it was bad. But uh, yeah, there's that. And then um, so that was a little fun. But seriously, if you guys get it to ten thousand, 
I, I don't see it happening. But if you get it to ten thousand, hey, I'll do it. I'll do it. I don't. I don't care. And maybe I will too. <laughs> oh God. Maybe Paul and I sitting together in the fat packs. Uh, it may be our last national. Yeah, it might be our last <laughs> national. But it'll be, at least be fun. That's true. Um, one last thing about the Flair giveaway. You guys need to read the whole post because I'm getting a lot of likes and retweets, which are great. I really love that. Right. But th- it's the video that matters. The video and the hashtag Beckett Flair. That's going to bring it home for you. Yeah, that's going to bring it home. All right. So uh, let's do this. Let's jump into these two interviews. I'm, it's going to be Johnny Bauer and Eddie Shack first. Brought to you by Eddie, Eddie Shack. Shack yep. And then uh, and then we're going to take, you'll hear a little break and then you'll hear the Howl Brothers. Again, these are not complete and total interviews, but there are at least snippets of the interview. There's backgrounds, uh, background noise going on. Be, be uh, patient with that. But I did the best I could to drown most of that out. But some of it's just there. It's just, it was playing over the loudspeaker, so not much you could do. Uh, so you can hear that. And then we're going to come back after those two interviews with the Beckett mailbag, and I'm excited to get into that. So uh, you ready? Let's do it. All right, guys. You hang real tight. Hang real tight. And we'll be right back. Hey, this is Jeff Eisenman of The Post Game, and you are listening to Beckett Radio. Thank you guys for the benefit of everybody here. What's your favorite memory of being a member of the Toronto Maple Leafs? Go ahead. You go first, John. I don't know. Number one. First paycheck, tell the truth. <laughs> right. What did you say? First paycheck, when they give you the, the cash, yeah, yeah. when Ballard give you that, that's what you thought. Mine would bounce, bounce, so I can't say anything like that. But. You can, you're, you're Catholic, you get away with it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, my favorite number actually was, all my life, uh, my dream came true uh, as a child, I always... They gave me that sweater and I wore it right till the end till I retired. There's a lot of goalies trying to take that number one off my back, but I wouldn't give it to them. Work pays off, guys. Believe me. All, all you got to do is stand up and don't let the goals in the short side. Now, now what they're doing in hockey today, they're going down, John. I, I think they are, they, but that's the way they're taught, eh? I mean, I, I go down and never get up again. No, but I understand that, Johnny. But when the goaltenders today, the goals are going up, up high all the time, and they're going in the corners of the, like, leaves oh, from, from the, like, center ice, or he's getting shot from there from the blue line. But now, it's much different. They're going in right up, up, up on the side there. Well, Eddie, I'll tell you one thing. If I had the equipment that they have today, right now, I'd make a comeback. I'll tell you. Oh, John. Hi, Johnny. Hey, hey. You know, you Lee Wan Johnny. Lee Wan Johnny. Yeah, baby, yeah. <laughs> if you look real close and watch the goalie, I'm not criticizing the goalie because that's their style. When they go up to cut off an angle, folks, they come around three quarters of net. Stand here, keep that pose, and tell the shooter. Let him come towards you. He'll step a lot of shots. And then use that poke check. That's where I was very. I, I, I believe in that. You were the, the best on that, Johnny. You were the best. The younger kids, they're trying to, to learn that, but they, they can't do it. You're the man. Well, if the brother means uh, mopping in a floor in a house or anything like that, 
Just get the boom, five stuff pucks, that's what I used to do. There, 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 there. Push, glide, shoot the puck, okay? And keep your head up. That's oh, you got one. Oh, yeah, if you don't, you can have <laughs> You got one head, you want to keep it at it. <laughs> so maybe what we'll ask you guys now is, what do you think of the current Maple Leafs team? Is there, are there players? They just said No, but, no, but I mean, like, okay, I, I, let me be more specific. Uh, <laughs> all right, so let me rephrase it. People always ask me, how far did you go to school? And I say, four miles. Four miles. <laughs> Very nice. What players do you enjoy watching the most on, on the current team? I'm not answering that. I always, it doesn't matter, I haven't got one individual, I just watch the goalkeepers. I sit behind the net all the time, and I watch all the movements that they make, and, and I take notes occasionally, and, and that's all. But, uh, I gave my phone number to the uh, to the team there, and apparently they, they don't want me, so I figured, well, I guess I'll just have to just lay back, and that's all. So, uh... Mr. Bauer, you are a minifigure now. Have you seen this yet? You are immortalized in plastic as a building block toy. Sports about that one for one for Eddie Eddie Shack. Now Eddie, just uh, one question for you. What's your favorite memory of doing the pop shop commercials back in the 1970s and 80s? Well, first of all, uh, how I did it was like uh, you know I got a nose for value. Look after the nickels and dimes and the dollars will look after themselves. So that was very enjoyable. They paid me, and at that time they paid me a hundred thousand. Remember when we played cards, you owe me a quarter and you wouldn't pay it? And you, I, oh, you're cheap. You are so cheap. We, uh, well, <laughs> we, we were together on the traveling on the other place. Do you know how many? I beat him a lot of times there. But he was beat me too. I still owe a quarter when I retired. I, I thought you said I could keep it and pull you something. Yeah, go ahead. Well, it looks like we're about ready to wrap it up so these gentlemen can go inside for the fine folks in line. Uh, if everybody could give a great round of applause for Eddie Shack and Johnny Bauer. Thank you very much, Beth. Thank you very much, Beth. This is Daryl McKay with Oyo Sports, and you're listening to Beckett Radio. Yeah, it's called uh, Gordy Howe's Son. It's an original name. I thought the author couldn't think of a name. I said, well, what's your name? I said, no. I said, in my whole career, I said, 
I get introduced. Actually, I get introduced that way today. Here, this is one of Gordy Howe's sons. So uh, I said, hey, that's a routine thing. But uh, I don't know. I, we, we were raised by uh, by humble parents, and I, I think we were humble as children. And uh, it was actually the process of writing the book. The book was really fun. It came out about three years ago, and it was a writer. It was a beat writer for the Philadelphia Flyers, and I played there. And, um, so the process of doing it was a lot of fun, but my concept was, why would anybody want to read about my career or about me? It's like, my life is routine, it's boring, it's dull. So uh, he disagreed, but, uh, uh, and actually it took him about a year, year and a half to sell me on the idea, because I did not want to write a book. Um, but when he convinced me, he said, we'll do a couple chapters on your mom and dad. And we'll do the book more on, on a tribute to your mother and father. So uh, there's, there's a lot in the book about me growing up and about uh, successes and failures in hockey. Uh, but by far, for me, the, the best two chapters are the chapters in my mom's day. I, I really enjoyed the book. And if you can find a copy, I highly recommend it. <laughs> So the question is, is Marty, are you working on what? Should I tell it in the story? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Like, there's, there's stories, you know, the stories of staying in Las Vegas. They're, they're just not going to be in the book. Well, I, I guess what we'd like to uh, wrap up with is, uh, maybe you could let the crowd know about your favorite memories of your parents and uh, of playing favorite hockey and what you're looking forward to going forward. Well, you know, I think it, you know, for me anyway, uh, hockey was not my, my number one, football was my number one sport. And, uh, but I played, you know, I played everything. I tried track, I tried baseball, stuff where I couldn't see if the ball was going to go 100 feet over my head or fall 100 feet short. I was fighting uh, how my eyes are crossed or whatever. And also, I was playing hockey. I'd be leaving the blue line right away, not trying to bat the puck down. My chances were like about 10% of that actually working. <laughs> so, uh, you know, when we were young, Gordon used to take us down to the rink and you know, push us around on the chair and tie skates on us. And, but I think my favorite thing was when he, he put us on his shoulders then he would skate around the rink. Well, it felt like you're going about five million miles an hour when you're a little kid, you know. Plus, you're like way off the ground and the wind's blowing. I guess that's like being on the bow of the Titanic and you're the king of the world. That's kind of like what I felt. And I think that was uh, probably probably the, the biggest thing there was in the fact that I, you know, felt like playing hockey just because of that experience right there. I have a lot of fond memories of my parents. Um, in my dad's final years of his life, as he started to decline some, um, he lived with each of the family members, and then in his last year, um, stayed with, with my wife and I. And so to have him with us, and to try to say, you know, how can we make this year as great as possible? And so I learned a lot about my dad that year, what, what things he really, what were important to him. And what I discovered was bringing him to the local hockey rink was the thing that he really loved. He would just light up the second that we got in there. He would see all the little, the little players there, and he'd pose for pictures, and he would 
trip the kids and elbow them and he just had such a blast and so for me that was like show and tell every day to be able to bring him there and have everybody go wow it's Gordy Howe and just it was it made a memory for everybody that was there and after he passed away they actually made a tribute in the arena with pictures of everybody who had met him during that year and it was it was just such a special time um, and for my mom, when she, she got a dementia several years ago, and when we started to realize she was declining, we said, wow, I really want to do something special for her. So I just planned a, a canoe trip where it was just the two of us, and uh, we just spent three days just thrashing through the water, crashing into every log we could see. And, uh, but just to spend that time with her and just let her know how much I loved her and vice versa was just a really special memory for me. Well, everybody have, you have your public life and your private life. Uh, I think my best story about my dad, I was a, a little league catcher, about 10 years old, 11 years old, playing in Detroit. And dad was a wicked athlete at every sport. He was a plus three handicap, could hit the ball 300 yards way back in the 60s. Um, he used to go to batting practice with the Tigers and hit the ball as well as anybody they had. So I was just young hot catcher I said dad had dad had a wicked knuckleball so I said dad throw me a knuckleball he said no and I just had a smaller net I said throw me one I'll catch it well he threw it boom it hit me right in the nose I'm going like that boom it hit me in the nose and I'm down on the ground my eyes are watering and tearing up a little bit and a little blood coming out and I even being stubborn I said throw me another one he said no no I can't throw you another one so I talked him into it. I said, I'm going to catch this one. So sure enough, here comes the other one. Hit me right in the nose again. And as a great father he was, all he did was sit and laugh at me. So uh, and that's, that's Gordy's sense of humor. Just wanted, he, he loved it when we got hurt and we got up. So, uh, but no, very supportive. And, and with my mom, my mother's sense of humor. Actually, I've probably learned more about my mother in her, since she's passed. Because uh, yeah. I've been taking care of a lot of the estate things over the last 12, 13 years. And, uh, and she was always very giving. Like, she used to be at a restaurant, and she would see somebody, and she'd say, wow, the people are so nice. And she, she's the kind of person that would call the waiter over, waitress over, and say, look, I want to pay their bill. And he would, she would cover their meal. But her tremendous sense of humor was uh, my oldest son, Travis, he and his friends in high school, they were having a competition, strange as it might be, and they all had sisters, and they said, okay, we're going to see who can get the most pictures and who's going to win the, this contest they had. And they had to go in their sister's room, and they had to put on their sister's clothing, and they would take pictures, and they would make something fun of it. Well, all of a sudden, so my mom, two years later, at Christmas, she's giving my three children a calendar. And so my son's 17, 18, and he gets this routine calendar from his grandmother, and he goes, oh, thanks, grandmother, and I appreciate it very much, honey. And she goes, no, look inside. Well, somehow my mom got a hold of those pictures. And there was, you know, January through December, pictures of my oldest son in, in girls' lingerie. So that's my mother's wonderful sense of humor. So, uh, uh, and a lot of people you never get a chance to see those sides of things, but uh, you know, my dad sense of humor. And actually, the other story about dad was in his later years, uh, Murray got dad doing a cardio rehab program, 
and which really helped his memory problems for, for probably three, four years. And it gave new energy, new vitality in life. And But then as he started to regress again, Dad would always shuffle his feet. So as we're, as we're out walking, Dad, all you heard was shuffle, shuffle. And you get, it gets to you a little bit. And I would say, Dad, lift your feet. Just lift your feet. So one day we're walking down, and I live at a place near the New Jersey shore, and we're walking along, my dad's just shuffling, just so you're behind me. I said, Dad, just lift your feet. And then about 15 seconds later, I go, oh my God, he's lifting his feet. And I turned around while we're walking on the sidewalk, and he's behind me with my son and daughter-in-law. My dad went over and stepped on the grass. Now he's shuffling on the grass. And as I turn around, he goes, ha ha, I got you. So... So that's, uh, that's a little bit into the, uh, the wonderful insight of two wonderful people. Excellent. Thank you three so much for coming out here and sharing your memories with the crowd here today. I uh, hope you enjoy the rest of the show and uh, meeting with your fans. And uh, again, thank you from the bottom of our hearts for coming out and talking about your careers and talking about your parents. I, I hope everybody enjoyed it. Give me a round of applause, everybody. Thank you very much, guys. Hey guys, this is Lindsay Jones, the art director of Beckett Media, and you're listening to Beckett Radio. Okay guys, we're back after those uh, quick interviews with, uh, well, quick snippets of interviews from those Hockey Hall of Famers and uh, Family members, yeah. Yeah, so hope to, I hope, they, hope you enjoyed that. I'm glad that we were able to get some audio from it because um, we, weren't, we weren't recording them because we were on stage. So. Right, right, right. <laughs> but... Uh, Either way, that happened, and uh, I hope you enjoy, guys enjoy that. Hopefully, we can bring you some more stuff like that in the near future. Uh, maybe at the national, maybe in a whopper. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, Ten thousand retweets. We'll make it happen. All right, let's do this. Uh, open up the Beckett mailbag. 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 Mail call. Uh, mail call was my favorite time in the military. Was it? Yeah, during. Uh, it wasn't yeah. meal time. No, meal time was good too, but uh, no. <laughs> mail call was was the best during basic training and AIT because inevitably, people would like family members or girlfriends or significant others would send soldiers things that they weren't supposed to have. Ah, and um, getting to see that stuff opened in fr- in front of said you know drill sergeant or whatever, right. Was pretty funny. That I'm, was pretty funny. I'm not big on the whole like. There's this whole military subculture that just thinks people going through basic training and getting laughed at, or they're laughing at them because of the the hell the drill sergeant is putting them through. It's so funny. It's good for them. No, you're stupid. It's not. It's not. <laughs> it's not funny. It's not funny at all. Uh, it, it's not. Never mind. I'm gonna get in trouble. You are. <laughs> so uh, let's let's get over the first question in the Beckett mailbag. Uh, this is a good. This is a good. One. I don't know that we'll have an answer for this. But when will because neither of us really watch this that that I know of. Okay. But when will Bellator MMA have their own trading cards? They have a lot of great fighters who have who have no signature cards yet. That's from the Sports Card Show. What's up, guys? Uh, love your podcast. You guys are doing good up there, uh, up in the Ohio area. But uh, that's that's the question. Can I field this one first? Yeah, go for it. I think the answer to that question is. Re- it's kind of seen on the perimeter of, of things with Leaf because Leaf is is like Leaf had the first uh, over over Bay or whatever his name is to his first auto right. Um, I think if if it's gonna happen, it's gonna be through guys like Leaf okay. that that do that do those. Um, 
with that being said, uh, with with not just Bellator MMA, I would also like to see a Ring of Honor wrestling set because there's a lot of there's a lot of good independent wrestlers in Ring of Honor. So I, whatever company or whatever, what if it's Leaf or Panini or Upper Deck or I mean Upper Deck is one that could get into it because it, you know they need, in my opinion, they need another another niche. Yeah, another yeah. niche. You know, so um, I think that's that's something that Upper Deck could do and you know probably do pretty well, but. I don't. I don't know if there's a long term. I don't know if there's a long, long term answer to that question because Bellator MMA, while it's popular, it it's not as popular and doesn't have the backing that, that, the UFC does. Yeah, it, it's got to be tough because you got to be able to. I mean, these companies have to make money. Sure. You know. Right. So unless it's some kind of Kickstarter thing or something like that that, that picks it up or they try to do it that way, um, it's just going to need more time. Yeah. You know, yeah. Before. Before it gets a, I, if if Vince McMahon bought Bellator MMA, which I, I don't know that he would or wouldn't, but that would immediately immediately you, yeah, yeah it know. would warrant a, everything that right everybody else has. Absolutely. But I don't I don't know I just don't, just I don't know man I, I don't know the answer to the question long term. But I I think that someone like Leaf who who can do that or you know Upper Deck if they were to get a license you know could do could something do like that, that. Yeah. or they could get the independent you know the independent fighter. Rights, right? So right. Th- that that could happen, but uh, a full blown set, I'm not sure. That's a, that's a yeah. Tough we question. just have we haven't heard anything yet. Yeah, nothing at all. All right, uh, from Dub, what's up, Dub? Again, what is your? Oh, I don't want to answer that one. I don't want to ask that yet because that, that's a good one. Um, let me scroll down here. Let me scroll down here. Uh, David Wright, Mr. Longfly Ball. Why do they call them buildings when they are already built? What? Why do they call them buildings when they're already built? The same reason you park in a driveway, driveway and you drive in a parking lot. Uh, yeah. yeah, I guess, yeah. Mr. Flong Flyball trying to stump us. Wow. You jack a ninny. Oh, man. Canadians are always thinking of something crazy like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I got nothing on that <laughs> one, man. I've never heard that before. That's a good question. I, you, you, stumped, you stumped the Schwab, I guess. Yeah. I um, this is the one that I was excited about. Okay. Andrew McKay. Where did Peter Piper find a pick, find a peck of pickled peppers to pick? Pittsburgh. That's where it happened. It happened in Pittsburgh. You sure it was Pittsburgh? I, it wasn't Philly. Uh, I think Pittsburgh has that pepper, f- that pepper place over in Pittsburgh. I've never heard of it, but <laughs> it's possible. I think it's called Pops Peppers in Pittsburgh. Pops Peppers in Pittsburgh. <laughs> That's where it happened. All right. That's where it happened. Um, Kevin uh, St. J. St. Jock. I got his name la- wrong last time on purpose. It was my fault. It's St. Jock. Uh, when is Matt Bible going to be on the show? Here's the thing: Do you really want Matt Bible on the show, or do you want like not Lewis Black on the show? That's true. <laughs> because, That's true. Uh, or um, well, the time before last, he came on and did his uh, his Germans yelling things nicely. You remember that? Yes. And we almost got fired. All we, of us yeah, almost got that was fired. Bad man. All management was all mad at us for yeah. disrupting their yeah. conference phone calls and yeah. stuff like that. He, uh, Matt, has actually, he's mentioned wanting to come on the show soon, and with convention season ramp, ramping up here, I'm sure he'll be on to break down all things Funko. Here, and we, we mention it every time that Matt's name is brought up, brought up, but Matt is, um, he's a workaholic. He's the busiest guy in the office. Yeah, he really is, and to, to be honest with you, finding time for Matt to come on is easy for us, but Matt finding time to come on is, it's not so not so easy for him. Right, he, he exactly. Is, he's got piles and piles of stuff on his desk, and it's not because 
because you know he has just like a tremendous amount of work that we're that he that, that the industry is putting on him. He just doing it because he wants to give you the best database possible. He finds all kinds of stuff. Yeah, he stuff really he does. probably shouldn't find. Yeah, we, yeah, <laughs> juicy, that juicy honey stuff. That's yeah, that was, crazy. That was weird. Uh, this is a good one because uh, we've we've talked about this before, but I, and I'll preface it by saying I don't I don't know the answer to this because I, I, it's not really up to us. It's up to the manufacturers. But will there ever be a way to checklist all the buyback cards and products nowadays, such as rediscovered tops? My my short answer is no. <laughs> no, I don't think that'll ever happen. <laughs> to be honest with you, I don't even know if if like rediscovered tops, and I might be completely wrong. I don't know if tops knows all the. I don't think they know. The more and more we do this, the yeah. more and more we get checklists from companies, the more and more we talk to the companies, they, they don't know on yeah. certain things. They you just know? don't like, know. You know, some of the marketing stuff that's, that's done is different than some of the production stuff that's done. And right. one doesn't talk to the other. And the checklist, you just don't get complete checklists or complete print runs. Right. And part of it is I don't know if they want you to know. And I, don't, I think that's part of the allure of the chase, right? Right, they, exactly. they want you to be, They want you to just be uh, you know, so kind of surprised. And, and the other problem is if they're not able to provide something for us to, to put that together, yeah. it's a lot, a lot, a lot of man hours because yeah. if we mess it up and put a Chris Bryan in a set where he's not in a set sure. or, you know, exclude him or something, we, you know what I mean? We're, it's, this is not going to work out well. We're going to end up pricing cards that really don't exist. Right. So right. it's not going to be good. Not going to be good. Um, let's see. Junk Wax Twins. Biggest surprises slash disappointments. From the still young Major League Baseball season, I think we covered this br- like a little bit a couple of couple of shows ago. But I mentioned that biggest surprises are in the, the Nationals are you know just streaking like they are, and the Yankees are too, and the, the Rockies were, were in first place as well. Yep. Uh, disappointments. I think the Texas Rangers is right there on top of disappointments <laughs> because you know I, I guess no one really knew what what to expect coming into the season. I, I didn't, but I don't think that they thought that they were going to be as they were going to do as poorly as they did at the beginning of the season. With that being said, I think they're on a seven or eight game winning streak right now. Yeah. They're starting to write so, the ship so a little bit. Yeah. They're starting to write the ship. Um, the Mariners for me are a disappointment. <laughs> yeah. uh, the Blue Jays are a disappointment. I don't really watch a lot of National League ball. So I think surprises just not even from a, a team standpoint, but, but watching the guys like Thames. Yeah. It's been a huge surprise. No one expected him to come out on a tear. Sure. I don't really, you can't tell me. I mean, people thought Judge was going to have a good year, but sure. not the, they can't. No one predicted this. Right, not the way. Yeah, you know, not the way that's gone. Um, that's been huge. Um, you know, Chris Bryant's kind of been a little bit of a disappointment. He's a little off this yeah, year he so is. far. Yes, um, not not doing what he was doing. Um, but you know that you know it'll it goes in such cycles, man. You know what I mean? The, the, you have such good months and bad months, good weeks, bad weeks. You know, it's just a it's a long season, and it all really just matters how it averages out in the end. I think so. I think so. so, too. All right. Uh, Sparty Hawk, when do you think the NFL, NHL, and NBA will establish their own MLB authentic program for pers- for respective leagues? Do they outsource or go internally? Uh, said might, they might be missing out on a huge chunk of potential profit based on the MLB model. They could put majority of the profit earned towards charity. Man, Sparty Hawk is always talking about charity. That's really cool about him. Um all right, let me let me before we answer this question. Okay, I I know that you probably didn't watch it last night, but uh, ESPN's new series Sports Shorts was on. Okay, and uh, they had uh, the lead the lead story was about oh I forget the guy's name. He pitched in Pittsburgh, 
and had a cocaine problem. Peter and, Piper? Yeah, Peter Piper, yeah. All that. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Piper. Uh, he was a pitcher in Pittsburgh, and uh, he had a cocaine problem. Peter Piper, the, the Pittsburgh pitcher with a cocaine problem. Fucked a lot. Yeah, he was, he was buying it from the Pirate Parrot, and he just just couldn't get off that uh, that rock. But uh, that that was the first story. But the second story was an autograph story that, honestly, I didn't really know much about, but it was about uh, the FBI's uh, big Operation Bullpen, where they took down the counterfeit counterfeit guys in uh, in California. Okay. It was really interesting, man. Um, the guy that was doing it, the guy that was doing the autographs, was nothing less than an artist. Like, yeah, seriously, he was yeah. amazing, and it was a really intriguing story. The guy that in, like orchestrated it all uh-huh. went to prison for six months at a Navy jail. Wow! And the guy that was doing the autographs went to prison for forty-two months. Wow, that doesn't seem right. I mean, no, not, it doesn't. I, but no, you know, not really. That's here. Uh, <laughs> that's here and over there. Um, when do you think? Th- I, I I would hope. I, w- I would guess soon, especially the NFL. The NFL just bought part of Fanatics, right? So right. I, I would think that something is in the works there, where they have their own their own licensing uh, autograph program. I think the NHL and the NBA should probably pick up. They should get on board. Yeah, for they should sure. definitely yeah. get on board and, and you know, have their own. I, I'm not sure that they don't. You know, but. I don't know that it, it that it, is, it advances the MLB program. The MLB program is real nice, and especially with the stickers on it. That you know the tamper-proof stickers, and you right. can you can look up what game what game what was signed at, and yada yada yada, and all that good fun stuff. All right, last question. All right, this is a good one. Okay. Okay. It's going to take you back, Man. way back. It back makes me feel time. old. It does. You are old. Damn. You are old. Uh, I'm old too. What is your f- personal favorite Beckert cover of all time? From Dub. What's up, Dub? Wow. Favorite personal Beckett cover of all time. Well, we're not on one, so it's not that one. Yeah, it's not that one. Um, <sighs> wow, that is a stumper. I mean, I, I guess I have to just go with it's, it's just iconic, man. And I ended up getting rid of a lot of my, my Beckett's when I was you know, sure, going off to college sure. or whatever. But the one I kept was, was, the, was the Bo Jackson. That was the number the one. Shoulder, the shoulder pad. Yeah. Bo Jackson. With cover, um, it's just a great card, great Beckett, great photography. It was perfect. I liked, um, I liked the first football with Bo Jackson on it. That was really nice. Yeah. Uh, number two football with John Elway running through running through uh, the Denver the Denver line. Oh, that was good. That was yeah, a good was one, good right? One too. Uh, yeah. Wayne Gretzky is a uh, is a good the first Wayne Gretzky. The first Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. I've seen cases of those that are. That are still unopened. Uh, Derek's walking in the room. Let me turn up his mic because this is a good question for Derek. You know that he can't have gluten. Man, that's Derek. just wrong. Derek you can't have. That is this wrong. is wrong. <laughs> he walks in and hands me like, a like cupcake. Make me apologies. Jeez. Hands My apologies. All right. I brought it as a as a as a sign of dude. That set out peace all for night. Yeah, this set out all night. It set out know, all uh, night on the table. From I mean, I'm lady. still gonna eat it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, I have a trash can underneath <laughs> here. I guess. Uh, Hey, uh, we're, up, we're 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 opening. We have opened up the Beckett mailbag, oh, and gosh. Uh, we we are at our we are on our last question I for think the day. Derek should have to answer this question. Now. I oh, think he, yeah, that's what I'm going to ask him. Uh, do it. This is a good question, actually. And okay. this, um, no, I've seen your office back there. I know what's in it. Um, what is your favorite personal Beckett cover of all time? Oh man, that's that's a tough question, isn't <sighs> it? That is a very tough question. Um, I mean, I have a a large blow up picture of the Jordan 
you know, the Number first one. Jordan. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I had I found that just lying around sure. when I first started. Hung it in my cube, Paul's cube. Now that was yeah. like the only thing I had hung up there for a while. Uh, but yeah, I'd say that one, but also the Joe Montana one. Okay. It's the, I think it's Montana. Someone else on the back cover. Okay. I don't remember. But, yeah, Montana cover, the first one, and then the Jordan first one. Okay. Right. Those are always my favorite. I want to make mention of the Future Stars cover that's to my right over here. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, with Nolan Ryan <laughs> and Todd Van Poppel on the it. The man. Um, oh, those, it's signed, too. It's signed, too. Yeah, by Nolan, both of them. Yeah, it's signed, nice. by, it's by, it's signed by Nolan and Todd. Yeah. Um, just two completely different career paths. <laughs> just, yeah. It's like getting yeah. that dual Peyton Manning, Ryan Leaf on yeah, it. Yeah, that, that's the one you want, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. That's a good one. And then uh, number one there, you know, Beckett Monthly, the OG. first Beckett. with uh, That's that's one of the originals. With, it says, by Dr. James Beckett. Yeah. On the front of it. What is he a doctor of? He, uh, uh, I knew this. Sport pricing? Yeah, yeah. Math? Either math or economics. Okay. Something super numbers smart. Numbers make sense. Yeah, something, sense. something numbers. Okay. So, something smarter um, than the three of us. Right? I read it on his Wikipedia page. <laughs> oh, uh, well, it must be true if it's hashtag on the Wikipedia. Not stalk- stalking. Not, not just hashtag not stalking. Learning. Just learning. The, <laughs> learning. There, there was that time that the lovely Priscilla tried to sell him a Beckett. Yes, SD. she told me uh, when we were in Toronto about okay. that. Okay. I cannot believe she did that. But... It happens though, just it's like a, on Monday. Yeah. We brought, we're walking a major league baseball player around oh, and God. someone asked us if he was on our team, the pricing yeah. team. Jeremy so, thought it was a, a, a new, new employee. employee. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, dude, that's a or Roxana said the same no, thing. Jeremy yeah. just wanted to know if he could grade cards. That's we're that desperate right now. You can pitch, <laughs> you can grade cards. You can grade card. cards, right? You gotta have yeah. a good eye, right? right. Hit the yeah. strike zone, right. you can hit you can hit a nine five, you're good. That's uh, speaking of grading cards, and that's why you walked into the room to join us here. Uh, yeah. we, let's let's talk about what's going on here at the Beckett offices this week. Sure, yeah, weekend, week weekend, end, yes, uh, Saturday at least. So what's going on, brother? So yeah, Saturday from nine a.m. to five p.m. here in the Dallas Beckett office, uh, the theater room specifically. Sure. Um, we are hosting, um, uh, I guess, our first card show. Okay. Uh, it's going to be super low key, um, but uh, I would say ten dealers are going to set up from around the DFW area. Um, customers of Beckett, just uh, good people. Mm-hmm. Um, people know them online as well. You know, they do a lot of buying and selling. So um, some good people are setting up and then um, we're gonna pretty much pimp out every single service known to man here at Beckett. Okay. Um, on-site authentication is gonna be here. Steve Grad was gonna show up, but um, he had another place he needed to be. Uh-oh. So Brian, Brian's gonna next be here. best thing. Okay, all right. Yeah, uh, they're both equally awesome. So Brian Sombero yeah. is gonna be in the conference room authenticating oh, nice. on-site all day. Uh, we're gonna have, obviously, uh, Rock Card Review, Graded Card Review Services. We're gonna have on-site, same-day encapsulation. If you Ooh. get that awesome one-of-one, you just wanna get slabbed up or obviously accepting submissions for regular grading services there you go um so yeah doing that books and magazines should be available and none other than uh beckett radio's half i guess half of i just found facts. out you know the other half isn't <laughs> going to make it but one half will be there yes, yes. Uh, so i will be there it'll be a fat pack a fat pack a fat pack so my wife is going out of town so this fat pack's got three children to, yeah uh, to maintain to, yes to, to maintain, to maintain, to maintain, to maintain. 
I mean, I could bring them here, but then we need a new building. So yeah. <laughs> after but, they were uh, done with it. Yeah, no, it's going to be fun, man. It, I'm nervous a little bit because okay. I've never, even though I'm not really considering it a card show, sure. per se, um, I'm actually the one that started it i guess you're gonna you're being a promoter you're just yeah like, man your, I, your next career you're a promoter it, the funny thing is i work with so many show promoters sure. and i love every single one of them please don't take this the wrong way but i don't think i could ever do that that's hard it's so much work sure uh so many people to try and please mm-hmm. um and i like to try and make everybody happy i hate when people are upset at me uh so that's been one of the learning experiences uh for me but yeah, it's gonna be fun, man. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm gonna actually. I'm gonna be here from like, like ten to like ten to twelve thirty, ten to okay. one. You know, cool. Because I have some uh, some other business I need to go take care of as well. But I'm gonna yeah. come and uh, do a podcast. May we might ha- we do have a, uh, a radio show listener that's driving down to Kansas to, uh, from Kansas to be here. Yeah. Um, What's his name? Uh, his name's Marlon. Marlon. Uh, yeah. Yes. So he might jump on jump on with me. Uh Kinsley said he's going to come through. Cool, so Kinsley yeah. might jump on with me. I mean, all the dealers that are setting up are cool people, so I know for a fact a few of them would love to get on the show. Sure. Is Bill so going to be here Slehi? Be Bill Slehi's going to be here, the man, the myth, the legend. Okay. Um Joe Robertson, Joseph okay. Joe Sapp for all, all right. the online people. Yeah. Um if y'all don't know who Brooks Traybold is, shout out to Brooks. He's a good dude. I think this is his first show setting up. Really? Um, yeah, he's he's uh, he's he's a younger one. Okay. He's younger. All right. But he's a good dude. He's a Corey Seager fanatic. Really? Um, yeah. So his we, brother's pretty good. I like his brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, or, yeah. So, but yeah, it's gonna be fun, man. I'm excited. I'm nervous, but y'all are gonna have a table. Yeah. On the stage. On the stage. Be set up for the Showcase. on the stage. Uh, hope you guys can and stop by and uh, check it out and yeah. uh, hopefully have some fun and. and like like Derek said, get your get your cards all slabbed up. That's something that I'm, I'm gonna be real honest with you. Yeah, I don't know if you it. want me to say this no, or not, but it. there are there are no less than three other shows happening this yeah, Saturday yeah. in the DFW area. Yeah, just found that out. But uh, so hit them all, man. Just yeah, make right? a, like, like <laughs> map it out. Yeah. Just do your thing. Have, have make a day out of it. And yeah. there's an autograph guest over in Colleyville at Autograph Inc. No there, way. Yeah, there's so there's there's no less than four things yeah. going on yeah. sports cards wise. But this is the only place that you can come and get slabbed up. And exactly. Get, and get, and, uh, you know, and no offense to all the other shows out there. I mean, Rich Klein, yeah. good friend of the show, good friend of me, um, you know, just found out about his, uh, felt terrible about that, knew about Kyle Robertson's show. Uh-huh. That's a big show out in Frisco. I definitely recommend everyone going to check that out. Um, those guys do do a really nice show set up in, in that. Ho- I don't know if it's the same hotel that uh, we were at last time, but. Uh, good setup there, um, and then Dwayne Bates, I think, yeah. in Arlington yeah. has has some something set up there. He has a weekly, like he has a weekly show. Oh wow, he yeah. owns like that whole strip mall now. Yeah, he has, yeah. yeah. So he, he has a weekly that, show. That whole area is still there. I remember in college hanging around there, and just, yeah, it does not look like a, a great area to. That's like bring your, the only thing that's left over there. Yeah. really, that's functioning. There's functioning. other yeah. stuff. The there, the theater obviously yeah. is is the yeah. Six Flags Mall hook up with the cheap tickets right (laughs) (laughs) but but uh and there was a bar out there that a buddy of mine worked at but yeah that's man that's seen better days over there yeah sure has (laughs) but yeah no i that's the thing is you know a lot of people were coming at me saying well why you know why are you getting in the way of all these actual shows it's like look we're do them all if you if you want to go to those go to those i mean we're we're treating this like an open house with how we had you know with our partnership with jsa JSA would set up in that same room, right. authenticate everything. 
we would be there taking in submissions, RCR, all that stuff. So we're just treating it like that. It's only going to be 10 dealer tables. Sure. Um, so it's not going to be this massive show. Maybe it turns into something mm-hmm. um, if we get enough foot traffic. But um, if that does happen, then we'll make sure for a fact that no other show's going on. Because yeah. <laughs> cool. we don't want to step on the collector. Once yeah. a month, every yeah. other month, something That'd like that. That would be nuts. That'd be once crazy. Cool. Let's, let's get caught up before Darren we do might, it once I mean, a month. Uh, Derek might lose all his hair. <laughs> <laughs> Already starting. It's because of all those delays. I'm starting to lose my hair. <laughs> All right, man, we're going to take a quick break. Can you hang out for whatevs? You yeah, got, you got man. a little bit of time? Yeah. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll come back with Becca Whatevs. We'll discuss the playoffs. Yes. Uh, playoffs. Both hockey and, and the NBA. Hell yeah. Uh, I don't know if you guys are paying attention to the English Premier League, but Chelsea's yep. going to Chelsea. The what? Chelsea's doing their thing, man. Yeah, English Premier League. It's, it's football. Is that like a class? Yeah. Take <laughs> footy. footy action. Yeah, a little footy action. Yeah, footy action. Uh, might need Brian to come here yeah. for that segment. Be fly. Yeah, but uh, we just, let's, let's hang out and uh, do that. Maybe we'll talk a little music. Maybe not. Hell yeah. I don't know. Maybe you know, maybe you just leave Paul. Yeah, see you, Paul. <laughs> All right, bye. Hey guys, this is Derek Ficken with Beckett Grading Services. You're listening to Beckett Radio, home of the best radio show ever. And we are back. This is Beckett Whatevs. We don't actually, I don't think we have any Animal Kingdom stories, but we just blew my, Derek's mind with this, uh, this shark that story. That shark that, thing, man. Yeah, that's... Wow. That's, that's nuts. Scary. Yeah, that's real nuts. I was I, I said it on Monday's show, but like as a kid, the ocean is amazing. You mm-hmm. can't wait to get out into it and mm-hmm. swim. Mm-hmm. Then as an adult, you're like, there's things in there that want to kill me. Yeah, <laughs> right. want... there's germs. Yeah, there, yeah, there, there's jellyfish. Oh, yeah. Dis- oh yeah, yeah, jellyfish. Jellyfish are the worst. The worst, man. Last year, actually, last year around this time, it was Mother's Day, the weekend after Mother's Day, we mm. we, we drove to Corpus Christi, and my son got. St- Stung oh. by a jellyfish. Oh, yeah. I remember that. And he wasn't like he didn't cry, but he was like, he I, he's never like flat out cursed. He's he's a good boy like that. But he's that was the closest Pretty he's ever came. And he was like <laughs> that jellyfish. <laughs> I think that's the best when kids try their hardest not to curse. Yeah, and it's just like you know what, extra brownie points yeah, for you. Like just holding it off for a few more years. <laughs> just, yeah, he was he was pissed. That I jellyfish bet, got him. And, like. Uh, and then everybody wanted to know who peed on it. Well, no one, no, like none of us peed on him, you know. <laughs> but that's actually solid. Yeah, yeah. but it was a, uh, it was a bad situation for him. But he played it off like a champ, man. He did good. Gosh, Jellyfish yeah. are everywhere. They're oh just, yeah, they're, they're brutal. They're mad. Yeah, they're shout out to Eli being Ooh. true, true gangster. Being true, true gangster. gangster. True gangster. <laughs> I was talking last night. Uh, you know, most seven-year-olds are quoting cartoons and superheroes and stuff, mm. and Eli's over here like. You died on a Tuesday. I <laughs> see, yeah, what is that? It's from Forrest Gump. Man. Okay, that's All like right. his movie right now. <laughs> <laughs> just like that's funny, he's man. he's like he loves Lieutenant Dan and yeah. he loves the oh Forrest Gump God. thing. Paul's just being quiet. He's not seen Forrest Gump yet. I've but, not uh, seen Forrest Gump. All right, let's wow. let's talk about. I don't what like else. chocolates. Oh, uh, that's stopping you. Come on now. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's talk about whatevs. Uh, yeah. Basketball is the, the mean. Oh, man. All right, so. Ay, ay, ay. Early. We have a moment of silence for the Wizards. Can, can we pour one out for the homies? Like, Jeez. for real, the Wizards. Um, the, I mean, just the losers in the playoffs yeah. in general. Yeah. How bad they're losing by. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. It's not even close in nah. the West. With I mean, I at the beginning of the playoffs, this goes a little bit back to the Beckett mailbag. We were uh, – thoughts on the, on the NBA playoffs. That was one of the – second part of one of the questions that we didn't answer because I was saving it for here. But mm. uh, I – 
I think I picked um, I picked Boston and San Antonio in the finals, and you picked Golden State and the Wizards. Mm. Well, Golden State's going to get there, yeah, because uh, San Antonio's yeah. definitely done. Not definitely there. done. Yeah. They're done there. Um, did you see that ridiculous lawsuit that the fans of the San Antonio Spurs have brought? Yep. Like Petrullio, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got, so, it was like fifty million or something yeah, like it was that. Ridiculous. It's stupid. That's the dumbest thing, honestly. I don't know if y'all have covered it yet, but what do you think, in your opinion, as basketball fans watching that play, Zaza I, against Kawhi? I don't. I know that he has a reputation of that. I don't think that was intentional, nor do I think it was dirty. What I do think was dirty was the the next game when Lamarcus Aldridge took like three extra steps to get up under oh, was, KD. Yeah, KD's. Yeah. That yeah. was dirty. That was dirty. Um, you know, Pop Pop came out and was defending his guy like Pop does. Has to. But you got to remember, Bruce Bowen paid for played for Pop, and Bruce How many Bowen, years? Yeah, yeah, Bowen was just as dirty, dirty and yep. mean. He was so yeah. You you got to do both sides of it, I guess. But I don't think it was a dirty play. What did you think, Paul? I don't think so. No, no, no. It was it was pretty clean. I don't. Yeah. I don't. It, it wasn't intentional. The, the more important part of that whole play or that whole serial play series of play there was like two two or three possessions earlier. Kawhi stepped on one of his teammates' foot on the bench and initially twisted it. Yep. Right. So, you know, what happened with with Pachulia is unfortunate, mm-hmm. but I don't think it was intentional. Yeah, and, and that's that was my issue with it. Um, obviously, I'm going to be biased, but I'm trying to look at it in the most unbiased way. Sure, right, right. And I can understand the people who are upset because, yeah, it, it happened. He stepped on, you know, whatever. But as a big man... And I read this somewhere on SB Nation or something, Bleacher Report, I don't remember. But KD was saying how, look, big guys aren't used to going out on the perimeter to try and, you know. So they're just going to do whatever they can to get their hands up to make themselves look as big as possible. So if they get a little too close, it is what it is because they're not used to that. They're just going to run at you and just put your hand up. And unfortunately, sometimes it happens. I mean, it wasn't – it wasn't – wasn't the cleanest yeah, yeah. Of place, right? No, <laughs> it wasn't Draymond out there shade. kicking people in the ding right? dong, you know. So. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why nothing has come out with Zaza getting suspended or anything right. like that. I, he didn't kick people in the ding dong. Yeah, <laughs> right. And but I, I, I told a friend of mine who's a Spurs fan who's beyond pissed, and I'm never going to watch a game with them because of it. Right. But another story for another time. But I told him, I said, man, if he gets suspended, hey, I'll take it. I'll take it in the chin. Sure. You know? sure. Even though it's Kawhi versus Zaza, you know, the talent, you know, but isn't really there. But still, you know, it, it was it looked like it was a bad play, so get suspended for it. I know, think I think Kawhi plays in game three on Saturday. You really right? think so? I think I, he, th- I think I, he's done. You think so? I mean I that so. might be the case, but if he plays in game three, they win game three and then you know they give their home crowd one last win, and then he, they're he, done. Ha- he had a bu- he had a bum ankle, <laughs> yeah, from Game Six of the right. last series into this series, and then he hurt it twice, twice. in the same game. Yeah, that's like tough. I yeah. just, you know, I don't think bum ankles are one of the worst injuries. Yeah, in basketball. I, I know, I, especially I, for a guy like that. I, yeah. I fell off a bounce house. I know exactly. Oh my goodness gracious! <laughs> you don't compare yourself yeah. to Kawhi. I'm not Kawhi. Yeah. I'm, 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 the, I'm the worst defender in the league. <laughs> You know, I just I hate situations like this because the game moves so fast, yeah. you know, and you want everybody to be perfect and, yep. and do the right thing and whatnot, yep. and it just moves so fast, man. Not yeah. everything's gonna be, you know, it's not poetry in motion it, out there. It, you yeah, know, and that's why, of course, happen. a person like Zaza Pachulia is gonna be the one on, sure. on one end of this, and then right. a superstar like Kawhi Leonard. Right. You know, it's like 
if it if it was Steph Curry and he was a little too close against Kawhi, then it's like okay, he you know. Right. Let, let's start talking. Or if it was Draymond, you know, right. this would have been a totally different story. You oh, know? for sure. So it's like Zaza, this this big freaking dude, <laughs> doesn't know what he's doing on the perimeter. It happened. It so happened. I don't know. It's It just sucks to see that the Warriors, in my opinion, knock on wood, are just going to roll with it right. now. Yeah. Same with the Cavs. Sure. I think I just, roll with it. Is that a pun? All, yeah, right. <laughs> all all LeBron has to do is just do layups because no one can guard him. LeBron has scored thirty. He's averaged thirty five points in the playoffs. Yeah, that's ridiculous. He, he's that gonna get ridiculous. the postseason the season MVP. Yeah, he's, he's gonna got He's got to. And he's just the, what they did last night. I know that I know that the Celts were just came off a of game seven. Right. I know that, but they're playing in their building. Mm-hmm. You at least got to show up, right? Yep. I, mean, yeah. you, I mean, you have to at least show up. Yep. And at some point, Isaiah Thomas, who's having a great playoff se- playoffs as well, but you you can't talk trash when you're down forty. You know, mm-hmm. you just can't do it. Nope. And all Kyrie <laughs> did was pointed to the scoreboard. He's like, "Shut up!" Yeah, <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> it, there's there's nothing you can you can go against that. You just scoreboard. That's all yeah, you got to say. You gotta that's do. all you got to say. That series o- that series is over to me. I know it's one game, and I know yeah. I'm probably premature. But that series is over. But we saw yesterday where the headlines were must win game. Yeah, must have you win ever? Game. I mean, have you seen a game one as a must win that's game? That, I, mean, I don't think crazy. I've ever seen that that's before. That's what's crazy. Who's watching ESPN? Right. Must win yeah. game. It, it's the first game of the <laughs> Eastern Conference Finals, one yeah. of the biggest you know events in, in in basketball right now, and and it's a must win. If they <laughs> lose the game, they are done. It's over. No, <laughs> they still got a couple more games. You know, I just you know, it, it, but but that's because of how how dangerous Golden State is and how dangerous Cleveland is right now. Yeah, they sure. are undefeated. Yeah. And I seriously believe that they will sweep both I ends. So, yeah, it's, like, it's done. That's what's crazy about it is that's and that's why it said must win must because win. these guys are so dangerous right now. I don't man, what a final that's going to be. Yeah, I yeah, can't yeah, it's going to be wait, good. man. I'm, be good. I'm seriously thinking cuz I got family in Cleveland sure. and every game I hear it, you know, both Golden State and, and Cleveland games. So I'm thinking about dropping some cash. Ah. My birthday is around uh, the NBA Finals. Okay. I'm taking a week off for my birthday, kind of like a little. And so if it falls under that week, Ooh, oh, man. I'm thinking about it. There thinking about it. There, there you go. go. So I don't. I don't know if you guys are paying attention to the NHL playoffs, but uh, there's some. some <sighs> yeah. No, you're not. But neither one of you are. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but both those seriously, both of those series, uh, the the Anaheim and Nashville series, mm. that's been really good. Yeah. Uh, but. Last night was a statement game for the Ottawa Senators. They scored. Well, they scored five in the. No, they, score they scored the four in the first. Four in the first. Wow. They ended up scoring five total. But against they, Pittsburgh. Against Pittsburgh. Wow. They Fleury was pulled in the first. He what gave, happened to Murray? Murray Murray got put in. Fleury got pulled. Okay. Murray got put in. Okay. But Ottawa scored. I think. 37 seconds into the first first oh, period. Oh God! Yeah. And Set the tone. It it, it just. It was a complete Stone Cold Steve Austin must versus... Must have been a must-win game for them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it was a Stone Cold Steve Austin versus some scrub in the back wow. type game. Yeah. They opened up a complete can of whoop-ass and Dang. did not let up. Was they, that in Pittsburgh? Uh, it was in Ottawa. They, okay. they were playing at home. They, yeah. they, uh, they stomped a mud hole and walked it dry. It was it was, <sighs> it was was absolutely... I, I really think... It was a statement win. I think it's the kind of win that Ottawa can ride all the way to the finals. Wow. I, I really do. Um Craig Anderson, who's been in the league forever, what it seems mm-hmm. like, he was standing on his head. Didn't he let one goal in? But yeah. um, Flurry, the thing about Flurry was he's been playing lights out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, out of his mind. Out of his mind, right? But 
even in the, the first game they lost, they lost in overtime. Uh, Bobby Ryan went top shelf, but uh, it was one nothing. You know, yeah. it, it was it was it was a close game. Yeah, Florida got pulled last night because he sucked. That's crazy. It just wasn't <laughs> yeah. his night. Yeah. That's crazy. It just really though. wasn't his night. Yeah. Wow. But, um, I hope you guys are enjoying the the who won the night who won the night uh, polls. Because I love those polls. I'm having I'm having, having fun doing them. Yeah, love them. Um, I do it every day. <laughs> I'm one of those guys. Every morning I wake up, hit Twitter, yeah. and it pops up. There so you go. Uh, I'm a fan. It's been a lot of hockey and basketball lately. Yeah, but uh, I'm you know as the, as that winds down, it's going to get into more baseball, obviously, because it's going to have to. And yeah. you guys, and not you guys sitting here, maybe ball, but uh, just the Twitterverse, the Beckett Radio listeners, don't don't sleep on soccer, man. Like. Right, I put them. I put. I put them in the poll on purpose. Right, mm-hmm. uh, big things happen in soccer. Yeah, and, you know Chelsea right now. Chelsea going to Chelsea, right? Yeah. So they just they just killing it. It's fun to watch them as they uh, as they roll towards that that title. Yeah, you and know? and even in the Champions League final, I mean that's going to be a sick final. Yeah. I think Real Madrid and uh, and Juventus. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, as an Italian soccer fan, even though I hate. Juventus, you got to root for that, you know, that country, you know, because sure. that's my, that's my, even though AC Milan sucks <laughs> right now, you know, so it, it just soccer is on a whole nother level right there, even product wise. Yeah. I mean, it, it's yeah. unbelievable. They're putting out some good see. stuff. It's You're right. unbelievable yeah. to see. People are just going crazy for it. Uh, locally, the uh, FC Dallas is still undefeated. Yeah. They're the only They're undefeated well. team yeah. in, uh, in soccer right they played now. well last couple of years yeah yeah they sure have so sure have you a quick question for Derek what have up? you seen an increase of soccer stuff being submitted for grading yes yeah especially higher end higher end soccer, soccer. Okay. Um, obviously prism is, is all you know prisms prism right so you're gonna see that no matter what especially with basketball but specifically for soccer I, we've been seeing a ton of flawless I yeah mean, just the, the amount of that um, higher end stuff uh, it's just y- y- you'll see Everything and you know anything mm-hmm. uh, with working for BGS, but soccer, especially overseas, is just constant, sure, constant right. stuff. Okay. Um, even stickers, stickers are getting graded. Can I ask Crazy. you one more grading question? We'll Here. get out of here. Yeah. Um, I've seen a lot of stuff graded coming from China. 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 I know that we went over there and did a raw card thing. Yeah. But like the 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 market, the grading card market in China seems to be booming, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people have had questions about it, like mm. whether or not it's legit. Sure. Do we have a lot of Chinese? Uh, d- do we have a? Do we have a? A person over there taking submissions? Or? Yeah, um, we have someone in Shanghai, um, and this is a great, great question, a perfect question actually for Mr. Jeremy Murray. So okay. if, if y'all get him on, which you should. Um, he won't come on. He went on. He went on Freedom Cardboard's podcast. Yeah, he went on. Yeah, yeah. man. He, he he's yeah. He whenever I was on doing the show, he never nah. was ever wanting to do it. So, but maybe if Steve Grad's holding his hand, you know, he bring he him might, over. Yeah, here. bring him on. But um, yeah, we have we have a submitter out there. I think they're called Twenty Three Ing. Okay. Uh, collectibles. All right. Uh, good people out there. They're the ones that helped us. You know, kind of start the relationship. You know, with us going over there. Um, so hopefully that will. You know. Um, uh, help a lot of uh, collectors out there knowing that there's actually someone that's um, not authorized, but you know we kind of have our stamp of approval on on them. So um, they're working with us, and uh, there's a lot of individual customers that we see, you know, through Shanghai, um, in Indonesia, sure. you know, that that region of the world. And obviously, there's going to be concerns, you know, with, with seeing um, things on eBay from you know China. Indonesia yeah, or right. China, but 
There there are people out there. Okay, so, cool. yeah. All right, guys. Uh, that's it, man. That's cool. It. You had, you, had th- you had fun, Derek? Coming back always, on the show? Always have fun. Glad you came over, man. Always Glad have you fun. made time for it. We um, need to do a weekly or a monthly music. We should. We could do that. Uh, music podcast. We could do that. R.I.P. Chris Cornell. Uh, yeah, Chris. Um, you said before, off air that you were seeing signs that it might have been a, a self-inflicted or maybe drug-related thing. Yeah. Uh, if that's the case, just you know, prayers for his family. That yeah. that kind of sucks. But uh, you guys, sucks. you guys heard uh, Black Hole Sun on the intro. Hell yeah. And uh, we'll go a little we'll go a little uh, sound garden on the outro or maybe audio slave or something yeah, like that. Temple of the Dog, man. Yeah. Do go something old like that. school. Uh we so we won't cue the Drake. Uh, next week I want you guys to uh, be sure to to catch us. We're gonna have Dan Carson on of Fox Sports News. Uh, he's coming on. He wrote a great article about his favorite uh flare metal ba- flare metal basketball cards. Sweet. From, wow. So he he wrote an article about it and we wanted to have him come on and talk about it. Uh, also Jerry Bostick of the IWR Hmm. Uh, Sounds familiar. It's he, he, Jerry Bostic is a wrestler, okay, and he has his own independent wrestling um, promotion. Nice. They have a huge show coming up here with the Von, uh, the Von Eric Boys, uh, June fourth. So, Dang. Uh, we reached out to him and said, "Hey, you you want to come on the podcast and talk yeah. a little wrestling?" And yeah. he's like, "Yeah, hell yeah!" And he said, "You know what? Don't even send me questions. I want to do this. this is a complete shoot. Dang. So this is going to be the first ever Beckett Radio." Shoot interview, yeah. So it should cool. be fun. Yeah, it's gonna be a blast. It should be That's a lot awesome. of fun, right? Yeah. Um, also, get your Ric Flair videos in. We want to <laughs> give you, we want to give you this Ric Flair card and this awesome sketch card. But uh, you got to, you got to send us a video in order for that to make, to happen. At least, I mean, you know, there might only be one entry at this point. So, uh, uh, Derek, you're not eligible, but we I'm still want to see the vil- oh. we still want to see the video. Right. Yeah, I, I need to, I need to do some warm ups before I get some warm ups. T- yeah, I can't do it live. That. That's only for the nature boy. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You, you gotta, you gotta practice. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta get in that shed and practice a little bit. Woo! So, Jay yeah. Lethal. I want to see Jay Lethal doing Ric Flair. That would yeah. be awesome. That'd, That'd be awesome. awesome. All right, uh, that's it, guys. Uh, until next week, just keep listening. It's been seven hours and fifteen days since you took your love away.
Simons. you planted mama in your backyard all died when you went away and I know living with me baby is sometimes hard but I'm willing to give it another try Thank you.